0: Good morning. Today, we're going to talk about poop. For Monday, October 8th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by the Loudoun First Responders Foundation, dance palooza 2. It's the red, white, and blue charity dance party at Tallyho Theater, Loudoun's biggest dance party for charity. Jump in for a glow party with lasers, raffle prizes, and the best dance music of all time. Don't worry about being a good dancer, but do wear your red, white, and blue. It's all for a great cause, supporting Loudoun's First Responders. It's this Saturday, October 13th, from 7 to 11 p.m. Get tickets to dance and palooza 2 at Tallyho. Theater. Theater.com. thanks for being with us i'm rent Green. answering frustrations about treated sewage sludge being used to fertilize farmland last week loudon county supervisors asked for a briefing on the topic but they did not get many answers it's called biosolids, and it's sewage sludge that's been treated to have sufficiently low levels of some harmful pathogens and substances and used for fertilizer. And under questions about biosolids last week, Loudon County Health Department Director Dr. David Goodfriend repeatedly referred county supervisors to the State Department of Environmental Quality, which was not at the meeting. In fact, he said, Loudoun County has little authority to regulate or restrict the use of biosolids. In Virginia, localities only have authority specifically granted them by the state, and regulating biosolids is a role mostly reserved for the DEQ. The local health department does have a limited role. They can take any kind of complaint about things harming people's health and investigate it. In the case of biosolids, if a neighbor's doctor can establish a medical need for a larger-than-normal setback from their property, the health department gets that documentation from the doctor and passes it along to the state. And the county can also hire a local monitor who reports violations to the state. But for Loudner's living next door to fields fertilized this way, that's not enough. Mike and Lisa Deben said after a neighbor put down tons of biosolids on his fields, everybody in their neighborhood was housebound with respiratory ailments for weeks, not to mention the smell. Lisa Deben said the stench is unforgiving. They live near Blue Mountain Nursery owner and farmer Frank Maruca, who uses biosolids on his property. And Maruca said biosolids are, in fact, better for the environment than regular commercial fertilizers. For one thing, they don't contain phosphates, which can run off into the water supply and cause algal blooms and choke off other aquatic life. Phosphates are one of the substances environmental regulators are trying to keep out of waterways. Maruca also said he's staying 400 feet back from the property line, where the state requirement is only 100 feet. And with biosolids often selling for cheaper than other fertilizers, it can help farmers stay in business. But if you've been around Loudoun for a while and all this is sounding eerily familiar, this is a debate we've had before. In 2008, people living near Waterford said they'd fallen ill because of biosolids spread in their neighborhoods and called for a ban. Farmers usually have to obtain permits from the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality to use biosolids on their land. Before that permit is granted, the DEQ evaluates things like slopes, soil, and nearby water. According to the DEQ, in Virginia biosolids are most often used to fertilize hay, pasture, forests, and grain crops. They are restricted on vegetable crops to prevent food contamination, and livestock cannot graze on a field for 30 days after biosolids have been spread. In 2015, the state reported that biosolids had been used on about 65,000 acres in Virginia, less than 1% of Virginia's farmland. And just in case you were wondering, both Loudon Water and the town of Leesburg sell biosolids created by treating sewage sludge. Leesburg markets its products directly as Tuscarora Landscaper's Choice. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has, for a second time, voted down a statement of support for a United States constitutional amendment guaranteeing equal protection under the law for women. they had previously voted against putting a statement of support for the Equal Rights Amendment in the county's legislative agenda, holding that the local government shouldn't take a position on it. That vote included four Republicans and one Democrat. This time, Supervisor Coran Sainz, a Democrat who was absent for the previous vote, asked the board to reconsider. The reason I mention all the party affiliations is that this vote fell along party lines. The board's six Republicans voted not to take a stance on the Equal Rights Amendment, while the three Democrats voted in favor. This is the third time Republicans have blocked local support for the amendment after Vice Chairman Ralph Bona vetoed a symbolic resolution from coming to the board last month. Republicans on the Board of Supervisors have cast this as a partisan issue, pointing to the number of active members of the Loudoun County Democratic Committee who have spoken up in support of it over the last several weeks. The town of Round Hill has its new town administrator figured out two weeks before the current one retires. The Round Hill Town Council has voted unanimously to appoint town planner Melissa Hines as its sixth town administrator. This comes just 10 days after Buster Nicholson announced he would leave Roundhill after five years to go to work as Percival's public works director. Hines has worked closely with Nicholson on some big projects in town over the last few years like the Main Street and Franklin Park Trail Project and Sleater Lake Park, and she said she'll work hard to keep it business as usual as the town starts planning for its next budget. She's previously worked in planning in Hagerstown, Maryland, the city of Westminster, Maryland, and Levittsville. She's been Round Hill's Town Planner and Zoning Administrator since July 2014. In that time, she's managed a complete rewrite of the Town's Comprehensive Plan. The Town is also working on hiring a new Zoning Administrator, a new Town Treasurer, and its first Public Works Director. Until that gets sorted out, Hines will be the Town Administrator, Zoning Administrator, and Town Planner, and she's been acting as the Town Clerk since the last one became the Utility Administrator in December. Anyway, a lot of hats. Round Hill's search for senior staff is about in line with other Loudoun towns. Lovettsville and Middleburg are also looking for town managers. And on Friday, the school system cut the ribbon on the new Willard Intermediate School. And while much of it is state-of-the-art, the name harkens back to the history of the area around it. It's named as a tribute to the former village of Willard, a community made up of formerly enslaved people and their descendants. The village was condemned by the federal government in 1958 to make room for the construction of Dallas Airport. All 87 Willard area landowners were forced to give up their properties. Willard intermediate school principal Jeff Roundsley said this is the first time students will be served by a Willard school since the last Willard school closed in 1948. The keynote speaker at the ribbon cutting was Louis Jett, who grew up in the village of Willard. He jokingly described life there as a black soap opera that never got aired on TV and said two of his most clear memories are the smell of pigs being butchered and smoked and of a second grade teacher at Willard school who didn't particularly like him. She spanked him more than once with a ruler, he said. His family was one of the last families forced to leave. He remembers bulldozers tearing down trees and homes and he said he often wonders how different his life would be if the U.S. government hadn't taken Willard and torn it down to build an airport. You can read more about what Jet had to say and about what the school system has in mind for the school in the story on our website, and you can get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Temple Hall Farm Regional Park is hosting its fall festival this month. Bounce on giant jumping pillows, see flying pumpkins and corn from the pumpkin blasters and corn cannons. Try the 20-acre corn maze and see live music and pig races. It's open today from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at GetOutLoudon.com. And if you like The Morning Minute, this is a professional news organization, and there are no jokes I'm going to make right now about biosolids. So just tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.